Chicago. This is your new morning routine. Cap and J-Hood. Follow Cap J-Hood on Twitter and Instagram. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app on ESPN 1000. And now on FM at 100.3 HD2. Now, now, now. On Chicago's Home for Sports. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Welcome in to the Captain J. Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000. And we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan. Jonathan Hood with you. We got Shay. We got JC. We got Johnny the Beat Man. We got you for a three-hour ride here on this Wednesday. Good morning, Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. Thanks so much for keeping the conversation going. That's where you can watch this show and all the shows right here on ESPN Chicago. Well, Ryan Poles, Cap, got a chance to be able to speak to the media yesterday, the general manager of the Bears. We were waiting to find out what he had to say. And you know, all of us were waiting with uh, bated breath to find out what Poles is going to say about Justin Fields. So I sat in my car yesterday. And I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. Here we go. He is all in on our guy, and correctly so. Mm-hmm. Look, he left the door open a crack. Mm-hmm. Just a, a, The door's ajar, right, they say? And that's great, fun discussion for us for the next four months till we have the draft. Justin Fields is the quarterback, and he should be. They are not trading Justin Fields, despite what Mike Tannenbaum and others think about resetting the clock and getting back on a rookie contract. They're going to have to pay Justin sooner rather than later. I get it. Justin Fields is a beast. Justin Fields is 6'3", 235 pounds. He runs faster than any quarterback in the league. Does he need to be better at certain things? Yes, and Ryan Poles talked about it, and you'll play some of it. Justin Fields is in control of that building. His teammates worship him. His work ethic is off the charts. You know the commodity that you have in the building. Now go get players and put them around him. Period. Go get him top-end receivers that get separation. Protect him. And continue to develop this kid. That's the future of the Bears. And that's where it's headed. Seems like the game plan to me. Uh, that you have the commodity, you have someone that is a pillar on this football team, why take that away to start over again? You have so many other things that you need to address on this football team. But since you brought up uh, the longtime general manager, two-time general manager in the league, Mike Tannenbaum, he had some things to say regarding the Chicago Bears. He thinks that the Bears should draft Bryce Young Here's his thoughts. I would trade Justin Fields, and I'm taking nothing away from him. I think he has a chance to be a good, maybe a top 10 quarterback. But if you can get at least a first and a third round pick, which I believe you can, because so many teams need a quarterback, I'm going to draft Bryce Young, who I think is going to be a better quarterback than Justin Fields. And when I do that and get at least a first and a third round pick, I'm resetting Bryce Young's rookie contract. And I'm going to be able to get at least four starting caliber players. A great illustration of this, guys, is what happened in Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence is on his rookie deal. They go out and get guys like Christian Kirk, Brandon Scherf, Evan Ingram, amongst others. So if I could turn Justin Fields basically into six quality players and get Bryce Young, who I think will be the better player, I'm making that move if I'm the Bears. Yeah, beauty is in the eye of the beholder in that spot. Tannenbaum is no longer a general manager in the NFL, but he does have some experience at the position. What I would say, Cap, is is that instead of just leveling the franchise even more so by trading Justin Fields, you build around Justin Fields. He thinks, again, he thinks that Bryce Young will be a better quarterback than Justin Fields. However, what I would say is build on what you already have. He showed you what he can do so far and how he has room for improvement. With Bryce Young, as much as I liked him as Alabama quarterback, I don't know if he's the next hot thing in the NFL. But with Justin Fields, I know what you can build on because I've seen him out there. 
Mike had two bites at the apple as a GM. He's taking a team to the AFC title game. He's had a great resume. He's, I will never be a GM of an NFL team, nor will you. That said, we both have watched Justin every single snap as a pro quarterback. Watched him a lot at Ohio State. He has all the traits I want to see. He's been dumped into a lousy situation with a, the worst receiving room in the league. A very suspect offensive line. That said, Ryan Poles is now on the clock. This past year, it was easy. Tear it down, get what I can, let's go. You got a gift from the football gods. You got the number one pick. You trade back maybe twice. My scenario, I'm trading to Houston, going down a slot, getting a bunch. They get number one, and then I'm trading number two down to number four, and I'm getting more. And I'm getting a generational defensive player. I'm getting a lot of draft capital, and I have money to spend. Tannenbaum is hung up on the contract. That's one of the first things he brought up if you play it Mm -hmm. again. He says, resetting the rookie contract. I don't care about rookie contracts. I want to get this thing turned, and I want to win sooner rather than later. The money takes care of itself. I need the talent. I need it. Worse than a hobo needs a ham sandwich. I need it badly for this f- football team. And again, it's not saying that the Bears are going to be in the Super Bowl in 2024. What you're saying is, is that, okay, you see your roster and you see all the holes on your depth chart. Okay, now you got to do something about it. And so for me, yes, you want to get as much draft capital as possible. But again, it is around Justin Fields. As Ryan Poles talked to the press yesterday, here's his opening statement regarding Justin. And then obviously I know a lot of questions just about the quarterback. I thought Justin did a good job. I thought we changed a lot. We adapted. We tried to put him in a position to be successful. He showed the ability to be a a playmaker, be impactful. He can change games quickly. Um, Does he have room to grow? He does. He has to get better as a passer, and I'm excited to see him take those steps as we move forward. Yeah, resilient. uh, A guy that has um, ownership. He has growth mindset. The amount of time that he put in with the coaches to continue to get better, the guy's hungry to be successful in this football, in this league. Yeah, we had good conversations. Um, I'm excited for the direction he's going. And as I mentioned before, he knows where he has to improve. I think he mentioned that the other day. Um, So we're excited about his development and where he goes next. He showed ability to be impactful with his legs. There's flashes with his arm. Now if we can put that together, I think we have something really good. Thoughts there from the general manager, Ryan Poles. He has to be blown away to be able to consider even drafting a quarterback with a number one pick. I know, at least from listening to him, and he could be a total 180 on this, I believe that he is going to build around Justin Fields, and that's exactly what I would do as well. Don't outdumb the room. If you think that Fields is your guy, all right, then put talent around him. This is year two for Poles. Didn't prove much in year one. What's his second act? That's my big question. Now, you do have to go through the exercise of evaluating everybody. Because I went last night after we got done doing our basketball game at UIC. I went and looked on my computer at all the rankings in 2017. And again, we know Patrick Mahomes is going to the Hall of Fame and he's the best player in the league and he's the NBA, all of that. There were several services including some through the NFL that had a third-round grade on him. Mm-hmm. And then when Sean Payton, who's you can find his quotes, Andy Reid, these guys worked him out, met with him, that kid's generational. And they moved up to get him. The Chiefs did. Traded up, said that is the guy. And they went and got him. So Ryan owes it to the Chicago Bears and to their fans to do all the homework. So he works out Will Levis, and he works out this guy, and he works out that guy. In the end, I believe, from watching maybe not as much as you, but a lot of college football, he is going to settle on, I'm keeping the guy I've got, I'm trading the pick for a haul. Maybe multiple times he will move down and get a bunch of players. But I do not at all see Bryce Young at six foot 194 and six foot being kind. Have he's slight of build mm-hmm. that would concern me greatly that he can't hold up. Can he have a good three or four or five years? I'm looking for a guy who's here for a decade or more, and that's Justin Fields. See, here's why I look at it when it comes to the draft and this on off seasons like this. What I look at cap is that 
if I'm Ryan Poles, I'm going to do whatever I can to be able to exalt Justin Fields to be able to help this football team, one, but two, to be a perennial playoff team around Justin Fields, weapons, offensive line, defense, whatever it takes, right? Sometimes you tip your cap as a talent evaluator in that, well, Bryce Young, right? you know, we saw him in the draft, but we didn't need a quarterback at that time. So, you know, uh, the Houston Texans have him, or he goes to another football team. Sometimes you tip your cap. You don't look back and say, boy, you know what? This is what we could have done. If you have someone, and Justin feels it has a lot of intangibles, a lot of positives at that position, then you move forward with him. That's all. Like, I, there's, you know, for some Bears fans, there's like this big regret, like, oh, well, you know, what I would do is that I would just trade him and then restart by having a rookie quarterback or find some veteran in it. No, absolutely not. Because here's the thing, whether you get a draft, a quarterback and get rid of fields or not, you're not ready to win anyway. Not in 24. You're just starting the process. 25, 26. Okay. You hope to be in the mix. You mean 23. What do you mean? You said not win in 24. You, you're talking 23. 24, I think, is when you have them contending to go back to the playoffs. You should be in the mix in 24. I can't guarantee that. But 23, you don't see them as a playoff well, well, team. Well, no. Well, but no. there are a lot of people that do. Well, not, not the guy to your left, because I know that this is, a, at the very least, a five-year process. What I want is a, a perennial playoff team. That doesn't happen overnight. Because of the lack of, obviously, playmakers, as you said. Depth is the biggest problem. We saw as the players started falling to injury, we had nobody to replace anybody. Right. So you need to stack three draft classes, one on top of another, and not have too many misses in those classes. You know, to be clear, you're not at this. And we talked, we cross-talked with Bleck a few days ago about this, and he felt better about the Bears than we did because, I, I don't know, I just see holes on this depth chart. I don't know how you get to the playoffs Agreed. next year. I don't care what the schedule is. You can't do it without talent. I mean, if, if nothing else, this season should be able to be a shiny example of how you cannot win football games with no talent and with holes in your depth chart. What I said about 24 is I hope that you're able to get closer. 25, 26, you should be able to be a playoff team and move forward in the right direction. Uh, and, and again, that's not guaranteed either. I'm just speaking as a Bears fan, knowing that in a couple of years, you, you should be able to replenish the talent that's missing on this depth chart. That's all I'm saying. And again... If you go back and look at all the research, this is not just a guess. Hit rate on quarterbacks in the first round is 50%. Mm-hmm. Just because you hold the top pick, Cleveland drafted Baker Mayfield. He's on his third team. How many guys have been drafted high in the draft that everyone had high grades on? We had one, Mitch Trubisky. He went second. Didn't work out. He's on his third team. It's not a guarantee Boy, that guy looks really good. I'm going to take him. I know what's in my building. I know who number one is. I'm hanging on to him. So we'll hear more from Ryan Poles as we move forward throughout the show. But, Shay, let's open the phone lines. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776. You heard a little bit of Poles. We'll play more as we move forward throughout the show. But the question we want to ask you, the Bears fan, is this. Did Ryan Poles leave the door open for the Bears to draft a quarterback? Now, the reason why we ask that question is because of something else that Poles said it will play for you coming up next. He feels good about Fields, but is the door just ajar? Is, he, is this a smokescreen or not? Let's get your thoughts on what Ryan Poles had to say and the future for Justin Fields. Captain Jay Hood, morning 7 to 10. That's why I say he Shot. No shot. And Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN app. Good morning and welcome into the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Childhood Hood with you. Glad that you're with us here for this Wednesday. Still to come, we will go around the National Football League and uh, we will be here until 10 o'clock and then Mike Greenberg will step in from 10 to 12. Time for a no- shot of no shot brought to you by... Here is Shay Norling. Good morning, Shay. How are you, buddy? Good morning, morning boys. Secretary how are you this how morning, pal? We're good. We're ready to rock and roll. Let's get right into this. Spon- All right. Sponsored by... Here's Shay Norling. Sponsored by me, Hoodie. All right. I paid a lot of money for this, all right? Okay, you guys just don't get it as usual. Once again, over your heads. I put that out there as a red flag to the MCs upstairs. You guys don't get it because you're very new to the business. 
But what you do is point-to-point communication. You say, you, say, you say brought to you. <laughs> well, <laughs> their loss. Uh, but it's brought to you by, and then you f- they have to fill in the blank at some point. Correct. Here's Shay Norling with a special edition of Shot or No Shot. All right, Shay. Yeah, this is a different Shot or No Shot today because I remembered before the NFL season, we all made our picks. We will get back to those soon once the NFL has their big awards show, the NFL Honors, and we will review how we did. But I wanted to do that with an entire calendar year. So for Shot or No Shot today, I have a set of 2023 predictions. We will all answer shot or no shot for these, and we will check back in. On January 11th, 2024, and see how we did. Ready? Okay. Shot or no shot, the Chicago Bears will select a quarterback in the first round of the NFL draft. No shot. That's a no shot. They will not do that. They have their quarterback in place in Justin Fields. Next one. I'm also going to say no shot. Shot or no shot, the Bears will not finish last in the NFC North in 2023. Not finish last. That's no shot. That is a no shot. The Lions are better. And here's the thing about the Packers. The Packers, even without Rodgers, are not going to bottom out. I don't see that. Vikings will be just as good, I think, next year, this time. I don't see the Bears as a third-place team. I would say that in this rebuild, they'll be last again. I'm going to say shot. I think the Vikings get worse. Ten and one in one score games just can't happen again. Lions really good. Packers, I don't know if Rodgers is going to be the quarterback. And I I really, I've been firm. I think the Bears could win seven to nine games next year. I think that puts you middle of the NFC North. Okay. Next one. Shot or no shot. The Bears will sign a top running back. Is that David Montgomery included in said sure. top running backs? One of the top of the free the Tony Pollard's, Josh Jacobs, David Montgomery, one of the top free Miles agents. Sanders. Uh, that's a shot. That's a shot. It helps the offense to have a running back. To have several, actually. More than one. Several running backs. Correct. A little thunder, a little lightning. Correct. You, can still, you still can run the football in this league. Even in this vertical passing league, a, a semblance of, um, of running the football is a good thing. I'm saying no shot with my heart a little bit because God help me, I can't have him. I can't have him give a running back a second contract. Hold on a second. So you're, I'm the school of Carmen and Yurko on this. I can't have him give a running back a second contract. So you're going to be a team that has said we are going to be a run-based football team, number one, and you're not signing a veteran running back who's. I'm not telling you to give Saquon Barkley 128 million dollars. I'm telling you, you're going to get one of the good ones. I just think you bolster the offensive line, and you've got Khalil Herbert back there. You've got um, the kid out of Baylor whose name I can't think of who's on the team. Yeah, you're talking about trust and effort. Yes, correct. And I, I just, I don't know, man. I think if you bolster the offensive line, Khalil Herbert's shown us flashes. I don't think you need a high-priced running back anymore in this league. Disagree. Shot or no shot, Justin Fields will throw for 3,500 yards. Uh, that's a no shot. Thirty five hundred, no. Thirty two fifty. I'm gonna take the under thirty five hundred, but I think it's close. 30, Very close. I gave you thirty two fifty. I'll go, I'll go ahead. Thirty four fifty. How about that, Shay? I'm gonna say shot. I'm gonna go thirty seven hundred. And again, I'm doing it with my heart because he just has to. For me, year three is the make or break. He's just got to show us he can throw the ball down the field. Can he still get that done on a 34-50? Can he still do that? 34-50, I mean, what are we doing? Just hit the over cap. I don't think it's going over. They they are so talent depleted, it's going to take a couple more draft classes and free agent periods. It is. Next one. Shot or no shot, Chase Claypool will catch 50 passes. No shot. 50 passes. Uh, no, sh- <laughs> no shot. Yeah, I'm going to say no shot. What do you think? It's just no faith from you two. What do you mean? It's just no faith about the future of the Chicago Bears from the two of you. I'm going to say shot. I think his career high is 67. Uh, he had 50 last year. He really got close this year to 50. Um, Pittsburgh, he caught a lot more than he did in Chicago, obviously. Chicago just didn't throw the ball as much. But 
He had 46 this year. 50. You know what? I'm going to revise that. I'm going to say shot. He gets 50. I say that the wealth is spread a little bit more than that. It's more than just Claypool. See, my whole thing, Shay, is that it's it'll be more than just Claypool. He'll be a piece, but the Bears should be able to either draft and or get someone via free agency to be able to help the offense move from the wide receiver spot. You know, when we put that spotlight on Claypool, we make him seem like he's going to be a big difference maker. I think he'll be a difference maker, but not so big that he gets over 50 catches. that fair? I'm saying that they're going to spread the wealth. And Darnell Mooney is still on this football team last I checked. He is coming off ankle surgery, but I think he'll be fine. Yeah, I'm going to say Shoddy gets 50 balls. My my hope with Mooney is he catches like 75-80, and then Claypool can be in the 50-55-60 range. Is, uh, is, is uh, Cole Komet still on this football team? Yeah, he absolutely. And he had Caught a really six good touchdowns. Year. Yeah, he was great. I mean, he was really bad in the first half, but the second half, he had a little coming out Paul's party. Paul's even talked about yesterday how good a year he had. <clears throat> That's my point. That's my point. Others can be able to pick up the slack. Because here's the thing. If I say he's going to have over 50 receptions and he is grossly underachieving that, oh, that guy, what a bu- We already look at him with a side eye and be like, they didn't give you the ball for a reason. Is it your bedside manner? Is it because you don't practice well? I don't know the answer to that. So that's why I'm putting more faith in the Moonies, the Comets, who someone knew via the draft or free agency. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm going to go over. Shay. All right, let's pivot to baseball. Shot or no shot, the Cubs will win 81 and a half games. That's shot. absolute shot. Yeah. That's a shot. 83. Yeah, I got him 83, 84. I'm mm-hmm. right there with you. That's yes. a shot. Shay? I'm going to say no shot. I think they need one more year. I don't want to get too fooled by the second half record and the second half pitching of this past season. So I'm going to say no shot. They get to the 79, 77 to 79 range, show real improvement, and then next year is the year they start to cook. Are totals up yet or no? For Major League Baseball? I, you know, I haven't looked. I'll, I will look. I'll work on... Yeah, Cap, why don't we uh, get to work on that? I'll work on that as well. Um, continuing with the Cubs, shot or no shot, Seiya Suzuki will make the NL All-Star team. That's a no shot. How you doing, Roy? Uh, I am going to say no shot. He'll be a very solid player for the Cubs, for sure. We talk about cornerstones, right? Difference makers? Because Suzuki's been in the fold, I expect him to be one of those guys for the Cubs. He'll be a very good player. All-star? I'm not sure about that. Whenever you get... I'm very curious about the win total before we move forward. Okay, if this one's accurate, I'm very nervous. Vegas Insider updated NL and AL win totals. Chicago Cubs, 66 and a half. Not that bad. That can't possibly be true. That's got to be 2021. That can't possibly that's, be that right. They're not going to be that bad, right? There's no way that's accurate. That's Pirates bad. Yeah. Reds. Cubs. That cannot be true. Uh, let me just check one more while I'm talking. 73 and a half is what they have. No, sorry. 75 and a half now. We'll get it right eventually. They're yeah. plus 600 to win the division. So they're, that's the 75, 76 range. Yeah. So under 83? <laughs> under 83 wins? Under 81 and a half. People in Twitch chat, by the way, are asking, what's a half a win? You can't win half a game. I'm asking if they're going to go over 500. Holy cow. You've got to educate and entertain, Shay. Don't be upset. People are learning as we go. That's it. Even, learn even, better. Even, okay. That's fine. Go ahead. All right, let's go to the south side, Hoodie. Shot or no shot, the White Sox will win the American League Central. That's a no shot. Wow. You said no shot. I. What? (laughs) Did you not see the Korea news today? Uh, Okay. I did. He's going to the Twins. Some teams are going for it, and others like to keep their ball ball club in neutral. Here in the home of the Sox, ESPN 1000. I'm going to actually say shot. Okay. I heard you this morning. Thank you very much for your thoughts. Thank you, Jerry. I'm going to say Jerry, shot. I just want you to know I supported you on the air. I said you're going to win. That's right, Jerry. Take that. Thank you very much for your support, David. 
Very nice. And your partner, I'm not so sure. <laughs> <laughs> Playoff team, but maybe not winning the division. How about that? Like the pitching. Yeah. Very much like the pitching. If- I just want to know what Grafal has up his sleeve. Because we're going to play with an edge this year. I don't know if you heard that. Yeah, that's what I heard. We're going to kick your ass at 710. Okay. 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 By the way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. Exactly. Sidebar, may I approach? We're in the middle of a I segment. Just, what are you doing? It's kind of a sidebar to what we're discussing. Brought to you by Aiken Law. 3126 million for the great Howard Aiken time ball. Do you know what Lucas Giolito entered the 2022 season at weight-wise because he said he wanted to get stronger? Hmm. Take a guess. He pit, uh, going he, into the season? Last go, season? Yeah, last April. 235? Shea? He looked, like, he looked stronger, looked, uh, especially around the shoulders. 250. Yeah. He said, I'm getting back to the, new me, to the old me. I entered camp at 280. Holy smokes. There's no way. That's like, his quote. There's no he way. He looked like me. There's no way he was what 280. What on earth? He, he was said, not 280. My body didn't hold up as well as I wanted to. I entered at 280. Jake Cantu, you cover the White Sox. Did he look 280 to you? No screens upstairs? Uh, the, the TV added a couple pounds. <laughs> not 280, though. Uh, no, but there's on no camera way. it was 290. There's yeah. no way he was that. No, I tipped the scale at 208 pounds at spring training. I'm slimming down to 250 to 255 for 23. Back to the old me, I guess you could say. I tried something last off season. Potentially, I thought it was working great. It seemed to backfire. Who is this no guy, price. Bartolo Colon? Yeah, what are we doing here? He was 280. not 80. I don't believe that, dude. He was huge. He wasn't 280, Cap. That's ridiculous. He's six six. I guess it. Yeah. Well distributed, you mean? Is that because he didn't look? I mean, was he bigger? Yes. We've heard, we heard from many that said, you know, maybe he should slim down. He's a little bit too strong in the upper body. A little bit too big. I didn't think it was 280 big. I don't know if I believe, believe that. Well, if he says so. He's saying it. That's almost three times as much as I weigh. Wow. Shay. Three Cantus in the rotation over one Giolito. <laughs> Shay. We've got more on this special edition of Shot or No Shot on the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. Cap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's Home for Sports. In the middle of a special edition of Shot or No Shot. On on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. And now your host, Shay Norley. Shay. Back to the time capsule. Wow. (laughs) Give you the nice. I I can't do it, man. I'm like the Kool-Aid man. I run through it like a brick wall. there's There's no other way to do it. Hold on a second now. I was trying to give you a nice intro. You hear that, JC? A professional intro. And right, the Kool Aid Man. And this guy comes through the through the wall. Oh yeah! <laughs> Why? Wow. <laughs> Mornings, man. You got to hit it hard. I was very kind in my intro for this special edition of Shot or No Shot. Here's Shane Orley. All right, let's go. <laughs> Morning, boys. Come on. <laughs> Got stuff to do. All right, Shay, what do you have? All right, uh, continuing with the White Sox. Shot or no shot, Dylan Cease will win the Cy Young and finish top five in American League MVP voting. That's a shot. That's no shot. Top five in MVP voting? Stop. That's a shot. That's no shot. The mustache comes back around again. He may be in the hunt for the Cy Young. Top five in the MVP? No, not happening. I'm going shot because he was the most fun pitcher to watch for me last year, and he's still young. Like, I think progression's not linear, but when you're that young, you kind of expect to just keep getting better a little bit. He gets it, man. I think Cease gets it. I love him. I'm not, this is not me denigrating his abilities. Top five in MVP? No. Hello, David. It's Jerry. I just want to leave you a message. Thank you for your support. You think we're going to win the division. However, you don't feel very strongly about Dylan Cease. Uh, so, so the lunch you wanted, 
Not happening. <laughs> no lunch with Jerry? I'm just telling you. Jerry, I apologize. I was just trying to... It's okay. You're doing your thing. No lunch. <laughs> and I was going to buy this time. Go uh, ahead, Shane. <laughs> put it toward the luxury tax. <laughs> Caps playing the dolphin sounder in Jerry's office I'm just sorry. to get the lunch. I'm sorry. Shot or no shot, the ball, the Bulls will make the playoffs. Play-in games do not count. This year? Yep. No shot. Not good enough. Sorry. Hey, David. Jerry again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot. You own that team, too. <laughs> Caps written out of the will, man. <laughs> Once again, taking a shot at one of my teams. My, no, it's not me. I, I don't care. It's the Bulls. I don't care. Michael's not happy. Of course, you go over with the Cubs. <laughs> you don't have us doing anything. <laughs> oh, man. God, I want to say, Shot, that the Bulls will make the playoffs. Please let it happen. And that means top eight, right? No playing, you said. No playing. Damn it. Damn it. How about shot and that the Pacers are not supposed to be 23 and 18? How about them dipping out in the second half of the season? It's fair. How about that? How about the Bulls replace where the Pacers are? Shot. Why not? Why can't he go on a run? Why not? Because we're not good enough at the point guard spot. Pacers are not supposed to be 23 and 18. This is a lot. This is not happening. That's a mirage. We were last year. Unfortunately. I'm going to be optimistic and say shot. That's the hope. God, it's major you're, starting lineup for the Los Angeles Lakers at forward 6-11 from Arizona. No, from USC. Nikola Vucevic at small forward from USC. DeMar DeRozan. They're not making deals. <laughs> it's a Reinsdorf owned team. They're not doing anything. At guard. From Akron, Ohio, LeBron James. No, there's not, your Laker lineup. They're not doing anything. It's a Ryan's well, Let's meet the Bulls. No. At guard. Let's <laughs> meet the Bulls. From UCLA, Russell Westbrook. No shot. All right, well, I have the next one. Shot or no shot? The Bulls will trade Zach Levine or DeMar DeRozan. That's a no shot. That's, and tw- you said in 2023, between now and next January 11th. Correct. Holy cow, that's a tough one. That's a shot. I don't think it's Zach. I think it's DeMar. You yeah, got to sign him. He's only a on a three-year deal. This is year two. They're not extending him. Much as I love him, that'd be dumb. It's a Reinsdorf-owned team, and they like loyalty. That's my point. And you see, there's nothing going to be happening here by the deadline. You traded Jimmy Butler in the prime of his career. You're going to sign a 33-year-old DeMar DeRozan to a big-money extension? He's earned? I'm not doing anything. I'm just telling you how things work up there. I'm not doing anything except standing here. I'm just, uh, well, Levine is going to stay to Rosen. What are you getting back for DeRozan? What are you getting back? Draft picks? Yeah, that and you'd have to make the money work, so you're going to get some more abundant player that you're going to end up getting rid of, like Russell Westbrook or somebody. Oh, thank you. No, thank you. I don't want him in the twilight of his career with the Bulls. No, that ship has sailed. No, thank you. (laughs) No, thanks. Um... That's a shot. I just don't know to whom yet. And it's, again, a calendar year, so I imagine nothing here at the deadline, but in the offseason, possibly. Yes. Demar Arturis. What do you think Oklahoma City? <laughs> I cool. <laughs> I'm sure he said, I cool. cool. Closer to California. Am I getting an extension? I cool. They got like, I don't know, 150 draft picks, and we're young. Yeah, I. Let's do it. Good luck. Had a good run here. Peace. I'm out. Sure. Enjoyed it. Shay. This might be the toughest one I have on the sheet. Shot or no shot, Lonzo Ball will play a basketball game. That's a shot. Oh, between now and next January? That's a shot. That's a shot. Yep. I think he'll be back by then. I don't think he plays this year because I think it's not a good enough team. And by the time they don't do anything at the trade deadline with him... He can't be traded. They'll be like, we're not making the playoffs. Shut him down. He will play a basketball game. That's why they call it practice. Didn't have to be in the NBA arena, though. 
I'm I, I'm going to say no shot because I'm getting severe Andre Roberson vibes off this Lonzo oh, Ball thing. Wow, where it's like three years down the road we're going to go. Is what happened to him? Is he around? Well, once again, Cap's done a terrible job of doing the follow up. I mean, uh, he's the only one with the, the conduit to um, Lavar Ball and has not followed up on Lonzo. So I'll do it today. We've well, been asking, and you're the only one that could tell us. I'll do it today. You are a very smart man. You're very, very smart. Mm-hmm. Find out. Smart man, find out, since he loves you so much. I don't want to talk to him. I'll call him today. Shay. Shot or no shot, LeBron James will get traded from the Lakers. That is a shot. That franchise, aside from the bubble championship, whatever you want to call that, the bubble championship... This organization is a dumpster fire. It just is. I understand that LeBron wanted to have a Robin with him being Batman with, with uh, Street Clothes Davis. But it's not happening. It's not working. This franchise is in trouble and has been for a while. Bubble championship, you can't take it away from him, Cap. But overall, look at that roster. Austin Reeves. Hey, where's your star power? Not good. Genie has done a uh, substandard job yes. with the Los Angeles Lakers. Correct. And, and by the way, it's, it, thank goodness they have LeBron. If they didn't have LeBron, what would they be? Oh, it, boy. Faceless, just another franchise. Correct. She should sell. They'd be like the Pistons. Um, yeah, I'm going to say no shot. They're not trading him. No shot. Yeah. They will, He's they, all they got. I mean, yeah. And then, like, but he's 38 and still getting it done for sure. But it's him individually. Correct. You keep him in a Laker uniform so you get past Kareem? Let's meet the starting lineup for your Chicago Bulls at guard, 6'8 from Akron, LeBron James. We'll get him when he's like 41. Yay! Hey, he might still be averaging 30 points. I mean, yes, this guy right. just won't stop. At the other guard, Bronny James. Yeah. <laughs> hey, at least we'd have something to talk about. <laughs> we would. That is typical Bulls back in the day, though. Just the old George get, Gervin. Get attractions. Attractions. That'll bring people in. Uh, nice man. Ooh, he can barely move. Huh? <laughs> He's a big name. <laughs> the old, the old Chicago way. He'll sell some tickets. Yeah, bring him. Yeah, you know, people know him. They, they got the old posters when he was the Spurs. Bring him in. <laughs> Screw that. I don't want some old guy in here. LeBron James. All these Bulls fans met, pissed at LeBron James, mad at LeBron James. He's a bull. Oh, my God, we got LeBron. Yeah, exactly. He's 56. Unbelievable. <laughs> Going to wheel up up and down the floor. <laughs> my God. Wheelchair Lee. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. Uh, I passed up Kareem. Uh. He's going to be coming down the floor with a walking stick, but then somehow <laughs> still throw it to the sideline to dunk. Yeah, and still get it done. And then he needs it back to get to the other side and play defense. He's wow. a, he is amazing. All right, well, give us one more. Shot or no shot, Aaron Rodgers will not be the Packers' starting quarterback. No shot. We got fifty million coming. We got one more year. We got January eleventh, twenty twenty-four. Got a big amount of time to make that decision. He will not be the starting quarterback for the Packers. Shot. No shot. Shay. Shot. I don't know where it goes, but shot. I think New York Jets is a fine option. He honestly just has the ability to hold that team over a barrel. And that is our special edition of Shot or No Shot with Shay Norling on ESPN 1000. Coming up, we go around the National Football League. So many stories we haven't gotten to yet from Sunday. We're behind because of the Bears news, right? We got to go around the NFL. That's still to come on the Cap and J Hood Morning Show. Cap and J Hood on ESPN 1000 and on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. Greeny comes your way at 10 o'clock. So there's been so much conjecture out there about what the Bears are going to do with this pick. And this is what happens when you're the number one team in the NFL, well, the worst team in the NFL, but number one when it comes to the draft. 
people are wondering, what are you going to do with that pick? Are you going to keep it? Are you going to trade it? What are you going to do with it? Will you get more assets? So what's the latest on that? So my friend, the Philly Godfather, just sent me the Bears odds. Will they trade the number one overall pick? These are the Vegas odds. Yes, minus 600. That means to win 100, you have to lay $600. Mm-hmm. That's terrible odds. And no, plus 350. So they're basically telling you they are trading the pick and keeping Justin Fields. So what do you think of that? Uh, that's what we hope for, and that's what I expect. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a quarterback that he's identified. Oh, my God, i got to have that guy. So, no. I think they're trading the pick, maybe trading multiple times, Mm -hmm. and then assembling a lot of young talent, many of whom will be 21 years old. They're playing against men, and it's going to take time to learn the NFL way, how to be a pro, as Yerk says, how to win. It'd be great to get good players in here. I'm not convinced that it just turns like that. You know, there's no consensus. It gets, it's early, but there's no consensus number one pick yet. Correct. There are some that think, I was listening, I told you the other day, now, NFL Network, mm-hmm. there are analysts that do this for a living. Not jackaloons like us on the radio. People that their life is breaking down the draft that think Will Levis will go number one. I don't believe that. Jeez. There are others that think it's Bryce Young, like Mike Tannenbaum, who was a GM for two different teams. Mm-hmm. He's also a guy who drafted Mark Sanchez, number five, and it didn't work out. <laughs> this whole thing is a crapshoot, man. Right. It, it really is. You want to be right uh, initially, but in three years, if you're wrong, you get killed. You lose your job. That's what happens. So the Bears are all in on Ryan Poles, and he's all in on Justin Fields. That's what I believe. All right, 312-332-3776 our phone number. Speaking of Mike Tannenbaum, for those that missed it, Mike Tannenbaum was on television on the get-up, and he was talking about this. Things Bears should draft. He thinks that the Bears should draft Bryce Young. I would trade Justin Fields, and I'm taking nothing away from him. I think he has a chance to be a good, maybe a top-ten quarterback. But if you could get at least a first and a third-round pick, which I believe you can because so many teams need a quarterback, I'm going to draft Bryce Young, who I think is going to be a better quarterback than Justin Fields. And when I do that and get at least a first and a third round pick, I'm resetting Bryce Young's rookie contract. And I'm going to be able to get at least four starting caliber players. A great illustration of this, guys, is what happened in Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence is on his rookie deal. They go out and get guys like Christian Kirk, Brandon Scherf, Evan Ingram, amongst others. So if I could turn Justin Fields basically into six quality players and get Bryce Young, who I think will be the better player, I'm making that move if I'm the Bears. That's what you think. That's what you think Bryce Young is. And, and you're talking about his slight build. I mean, he's a young guy. He'll, he can bulk up. He can bulk up into something. Now, that, my concern is what kind of quarterback is he going to be for the Texans? So, you, so you're telling me he can bulk up. Yes, he can. He's also part of an Alabama program that has – a legendary strength and conditioning program where guys get bigger and stronger. He's still very slight of build. Like Russell Wilson is about the same height. Russell Wilson is a jack dude and was. Uh, and again, I think he's wonderfully talented. Mm-hmm. So don't everyone come back and go, oh, you didn't think he was good enough. He's a wonderful football player mm-hmm. and a great leader. I prefer Justin Fields. That's it. Three one two three three two three seven seven six is our phone number. Chase is on the south side. We talk Bears here on ESPN one thousand. Good morning, Chase. Hey, good morning. How you guys doing? We're well, What's up, you. brother? What's happening, Cap man? What's happening? All this good, man. What do you got? Yeah. Um, so hearing all this Justin talk train about you know a lot of people talking about the Bears to trade Justin and maybe um, start drafting Bryce Young. First of all. You put Bryce Young on this roster, what makes people think that he would be any different? Like, he might be even worse. I mean, he won't even last the week two with this offensive line. I mean, it's just a fact. I mean, Cap, what do you think this would be Bears like? Wouldn't it be funny if the Bears were to trade Justin, let's say, like Atlanta, and he turns into Patrick Mahomes 2.0, and Bryce Young turns into a bust? Like, wouldn't that be just, like, Bears uh, luck? Wouldn't that be the Bears' luck if that was to happen? 
Yeah, it would be typical luck for the Bears. I, look, and Chase, thanks for the call, man. I look at Tua as a wildly talented kid, slight of build. We're seeing how he's getting pounded in the NFL. That would concern me for Bryce Young. Just saying. It's also concerning you that he is an Alabama quarterback. That's also an issue. That doesn't concern me. That doesn't. That doesn't. I, I do Again, I think Bryce Young is a really talented player. Mm-hmm. I prefer 6'3", 235 Justin Fields or whatever he is. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely that is the case. Uh, sidebar may I approach. Yeah, brought to you by Ankin Law. 3126 million for the great Howard Ankin. Sign my ball. Sign my ball. Some thoughts here about what's happening upstairs in the seventh floor. There's an issue here because mm-hmm. we've been overdue for a paint job and a new TV, by the way. In our office. We have needed to have a paint job, and it's happened. Of course, you have so much junk in there, so many things over the years that you've accumulated that you have not taken home, and they're in containers mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Nonetheless, they were able to move those things out so our, our office could be painted. Mm-hmm. So you, all, everything was put in bins. Everything is back in the office except for our refrigerator. A refrigerator you bought. Correct. I bought a refrigerator from Apt, had it delivered here. It's filled with bottled water. The good stuff. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. And the old college the old college fridge. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it was like the not the little tiny one, it was this like the second level. Yes. Like a double the little square one. Mm-hmm. It's like a big rectangle one. Yes. And it was stuffed full of uh, core water. Mm-hmm. And it's missing. All the other stuff that I'm going to end up throwing out, mm-hmm. junk when I get time to go through all of it, all those boxes are sitting there. The beautiful fridge filled with bottled water, gone. Somebody's got it. So I asked Travis upstairs, hey, man, you're the guy that's been on my you-know-what to make sure I got all the stuff out of the office so the painters could get in. And then I got all of it back out of the old office down next to Danny, brought it in. Stuffed it on my desk and around the office. Where's the refrigerator? Uh, I don't know. Is that up at Keith Williams' house? That's our market <laughs> manager. Did he take it home? Yeah. Zetterman bought his own, so it's not his. Yes. Travis claims he has no idea where it is. Mm-hmm. One of the MCs, the marketing department, the sales department, Yeah, they got my refrigerator. And Johnny get, just got here, so it's not him. Correct. Cantu is smaller than the refrigerator. Yes, so he's not he, taking it. He can't he didn't move carry it. it. Johnny, did you take the fridge? No? Okay. So, Shay, where is the fr- refrigerator? It's in my man cave. You didn't take the fridge. <laughs> Can you imagine? You... That would be the greatest plot twist. <laughs> you... did, did a Roz Varon go up and get it? A Tracy Butler? I don't know. Tracy is a little bit sneaky. She could have been up there. We'll ask her Friday. I d- I know I forward to that. I know I didn't take it. I mean, listen, I don't have anything in the office because I could be fired at any moment. So I don't have anything to take out of the office. So. A lot of people here take transit to work. A lot of people, they, you know, people work in the city, take the metro, take the red line. They're take not whatever. taking this big fridge right. on the It's transit. somebody who's got a car because can, you can't picture somebody taking the, the a fridge on like the 146 or the red line. It's Come been on. done before. Oh, you see, Jake this. knows about this. That's a little suspicious. Jake's jumping to say you could do this. He's just been in the city long enough to know see stuff like that. That didn't surprise. I've, I drive by Sylvie's palatial estate on a regular basis when I pull in the complex. Mm-hmm. He's right there. Sylvie doesn't need my fridge. Oh, Guy he, lives in the lap of luxury. So you think it might be a rib? Like somebody's like someone took it just to piss you off? I don't know about that. I just think somebody said that's a sweet fridge filled with. Bu- Beautiful big bottles of core water. I don't know. Oh, that's a nice looking fridge in Cap and J Hood's office, filled with Cap's water. Whoever took it wanted to make you angry. That we know one hundred percent. I think. Hmm. I don't know. Who's your biggest enemy here? I don't have any enemies here. I'm a lover, man. <laughs> the look on Hoodie's face for our listeners. Oh my gosh, the look on your face, Hoodie. Oh my God. What? 
I, you might be a lover. I'm just talking about the other people. <laughs> it's like, Black and Abdallah oh, get a life. Okay. That's two guys there, possibly. What do you think? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so either. That's not how they roll. No. They don't steal. No. They, they don't steal. No. I, I, I don't know who would have taken it. I had my eye on Keith Williams. I don't know. He got his office all redone. Maybe he's got it under the desk. All of a sudden, it's the big credenza's gone. He's got this nice, beautiful, credenza, fresh, clean look in his office. <laughs> the credenza. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Gurney, Ryan. Hey, hey, guys. Great show today. Thanks. Uh, you guys got a lot of outstanding pranks, man. They're, they're all Sylvie. Every single one of these are Sylvie. Wow, you're saying Sylvie took the fridge. Why would I take the fridge, right? Why would I do that, right? Exactly. You guys remember the last dance when they showed Michael vacuuming? Yes. Man, Sylvie. The links Sylvie will go to pull off pranks, they're all Sylvie. That's interesting. He says Sylvie might have taken the refrigerator. We can rule out officially Black. Black says the Great Lakes beer was taken from their office. There's a thief upstairs. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, he didn't tell me that. Black said he just said it in Twitch chat. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that's not how Black rolls. There's thieves in the temple tonight. Wow! Somebody's got my refrigerator, and I'm going to find out who it is. Tom Waddle's a prankster. Tommy wouldn't do that. No, Waddle's just hoarding everybody's things because it's funny. Makes him laugh. <laughs> <laughs> not even malicious. It just makes him laugh. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah. A nice fridge, beautiful water in there, just all of a sudden gone. Gone. Hmm. We got to figure out who that is. I I'm, think we should look at the tapes. I'm sure somebody. Security. Go to review. Mm-hmm. Dr. Rick. Or no, maybe the, uh, the what's the, it's, it's progressive. It's the same well, company. Yes. The review. Yeah. Uh, somebody thought, hmm, that's a cool fridge. It must be owned by the company. Mm-hmm. Not so fast. I bought that fridge. Mm. It is not a GKB appliance. Okay. So you're blaming Craig Carmazon for taking that fridge. Maybe. <laughs> you're blaming Craig. So we got a fridge. <laughs> is that what you're going to do? You're going to start blaming Craig for the fridge? Maybe think... a Steve Politziner has it down <laughs> in West Palm Beach, Florida. <laughs> Is it going good in the home office? I don't think that Craig would like that. I don't think he. I don't Rizzo think he, and Goldhammer have it at the <laughs> Cleveland ESPN affiliate. Rizzo. <laughs> Jen up. Latta up Jen, in Wisconsin. Well, Jen Latta. Well, it could be. Yeah, it could be. Mark Chimura. Well, it could be. Who knows? Wildy. He's a little upset his Packers didn't get in. He and Tauscher. That'd be funny a if ben that's a Russ. <laughs> this know. is the most inside radio we've ever done yeah, at this point. It's all part of the company. All of, all of our teammates. That's it. Well, we'll got to put on a uh, an APB. Put on a, a clarion call for our fridge. That we is want our missing. fridge back. No questions asked. We will not resort to any violence. We want it back. The Cap and J Hood cut of the day is next on Chicago's Home for Sports.